0: ladies and gentlemen this is the 38th episode of concerned dabs podcast i'm your host katie m kane missing in action tonight is my co-host will terps um the holiday season ladies and gentlemen it's been difficult to book some guests uh but we do have lamar jackson lined up for next week i waiting for a message from him in order to confirm that but uh, we got a flyer made up and everything. So as soon as I get the confirmation, I'm gonna start sharing that. He's a busy. Dude. He's up there on the uh, on the mountain up there on Mount Hood, making making the resort season happen. So shout out to him for going hard, man. Uh, I'm about that working class action, yo. So hopefully next week we get him on the show. Uh, Will Terps is probably traveling. I know he's coming back from the East Coast, so probably an airplane or something. And as far as news, it's been kind of a slow news week for Uh, Been doing this conference call with uh, Jason Ortiz and Mary Jane Oatman. Some other folks were trying to get to tune in, so hopefully we have an event that we can promote sometime this year. I did get one article from my homeboy, Mitchell, in production. Um, This article is from Normal. Shout out to Normal. They have a lot of uh, relevant news that's clear and concise. It's like, this happened, and this is what you can do to take action against it. But uh, the headline says, don't let the Grinch stop marijuana reform. The, the holiday season means many things to many people, but for Senator Mike, Cra- Mike Crapo, Republican, Ida, it means walking back commitments to moving cannabis reform forward and turning into the marijuana Grinch. Wait, what? You? Asked? And then it says, uh, last Wednesday, he essentially demanded that in exchange for allowing the cannabis industry to access. Uh, to basic banking services that the federal government should impose a 2% THC cap on marijuana products and prohibit the retail sale of, mar- th- the retail sale of marijuana-infused edibles or e-liquid vapor u- extract. Um, that's just dumb. It's like someone who's uneducated and like you, you really got to try to be uneducated to make a statement like that. It's like a 2% cap on products. Even, even if you breed for that and you get one phenotype, that's like 1% THC, say it's Charlotte's web. Is everybody just going to grow Charlotte's web? And that's, and and just because it's at 1% under this guy's conditions in his grow room, it could be more than 2% in someone else's. It could be 3 or 5 It could be less than 1% in someone else. Not something that you can actually control like that. And so for this guy to make that statement, it's, it just shows a, a lack of, of knowledge. And it's like, dude, the info is out there. If you're in a position of power to make those type of decisions or campaign for a cause like that in your position, then you should really have all of the information and I feel like if he did and he was able to process it correctly, he wouldn't say those things. Um, another, what it says, over one quarter of the U.S. population now lives in a jurisdiction where the retail sale of cannabis products to adults is legally regulated by state statute, and 33 states have legalized legalized the sale of marijuana to qualified patients. Despite this reality, the Senate refuses. So, yeah, the... Uh, they're still working on on legalization. Um, they have a link here on the normal website that you can send a message to Chairman Crapo and, and tell him what he should actually do. But uh, I think that banking, yeah, it should be. Because once it's federally legal, folks should be able to use a bank. And it, it sucks to be a cash-only business and still have to pay those kind of taxes and everything, like logistics. No other businesses have to do anything like that. So I think uh, that would only be fair, especially, dude, just for the amount of taxes that they're paying. It's like, fuck, give those guys a break, would you? Like, let open a business account and, and use a debit card and de- deposit at the bank and, and live in fear of getting their account seized by the Fed. Because it's like... Could you imagine that? Like you have twenty or $30,000 in an account that you're operating every month and then you just don't have access to it. <laughs> you know, like that. Wait, wait, what? And then, and then you get a letter and it says your account has been seized. Uh, criminal activity. Like they, you know, they, they they keep kind of subtle and, you know, they don't tell you too much and it's like, fuck. You know? And it's like, i don't know if you get it back i haven't you know i don't think you doing until you can improve otherwise so that's you know and it's like well i was growing weed so you know like that's a that's a pretty big l and i don't think anybody should have to deal with that especially because the governments are collecting taxes off of it it's like yo you can't take all that tax money and then take the guy's fucking loot and take the guy's fucking grow like that. You, you got you got paid a lot off of that, so you should be cool to the dude. Let, let him slide, man. Let him slide. Stall him out, Debo. Stall him. You know. Um, I was uh, looking up a, a few of the farms that. I purchased from in uh, Spokane went to this place called lucky leaf, but there's this farm called a uh, root down out of Spokane. And it said, pest pesticide free. I followed them on IG. looks like they're growing in soil. So hopefully I can get those guys on the show. Um, Cause I, I want to talk about some of their methods to just, they were, like, literally the only only farm on the shelf they said didn't have pesticides. And I grabbed some sweet cheese and some Mount Hood Magic. Mount Hood Magic, I'm pretty sure, is a strain that was bred in Oregon. Northern Lights number five, crossed with Durban poison. It's the Northern Lights, pheno, you know, not the Durban ones. Still good product, but I was, I was hoping for that, that Durban scent. Can't have everything, John. At least you saw something familiar in a strange place. You know that's what I tell myself. That's the that's the pot. You know? That was awesome. Okay, so we got a uh, another article from Mitchell in production. This is from MJBizDaily.com. It says Israel's Canada doc signs deal with Tilray to import medical cannabis. Published January second, twenty. Israel-based Can, can doc, has entered into an agreement to import 2.5 tons of medical cannabis into Israel to address the supply shortage in that country. The cannabis will originate from Canadian producer Tilray's facility in Portugal, the company said in a news release. Damn, that's crazy. So there's a Canada, a Canadian company that has a facility in Portugal. Tilray trades as TLRY on the Nasdaq. Damn, like that's that's tight. Um, that's a pretty big move, I guess. You know, like that's that's super big. Oh, oh I wonder, like, if they get to go out and look at all the packs before they put them in the storage container. You know what I mean? Now I want to smell them first, man. Like show them to me, you, you know. Like that's that's what I want. If you're buying that much and shit, I I think it's dope too that uh this is published, you know, on on a website that everybody in the world can see. So it's like other countries are taking part in this commerce, you know. And it's the U.S. government still sitting here fucking arguing over the percentage of THC. You know what I mean, like. It's dumb. It's turning into a commodity like worldwide. Uh, in places where it is oversupplied, you, you could go to places where uh, where demand is higher and and make some loot. If if the government would just get their shit together, man. And and it sucks that they won't. But ho- hopefully this year, man. Maybe, maybe Trump will do it before he fucking gets out of there. Maybe he'll make it happen. Um, got some more more blurbs here from Mitchell. It says, Australian grown medical cannabis clears key hurdle, export hurdle for the first Fuck, I wonder how they're doing now, dude. That whole fucking place is burning up and shit. I hope their fucking farm is still okay. Hopefully they have some sprinklers going or something, because that that uh columbia gorge fire it was raining ash on my fucking plants in sandy i was fucking tripping like oh shit this isn't good man i don't know so let me just say australia is one step closer joining canada and netherlands in the competitive medical medical cannabis export see that's tight man like the u.s could be doing the same thing because i feel like honestly there's a lot of uh talent here in this country uh as far as breeding and production and extraction if 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 we we're going to compete on a world scale i think we would do well in it, and it sucks to be limited by regulation i know all the other uh cannabis people fo- probably feel the same way you know Because everybody wishes they could go balls to the wall and make as much as they can and then sell it all. It's not the reality anymore. So we got ANTG's Medical Cannabis Cultivation and Manufacturing Facility received Good Manufacturing Practice GMP certification, which is a prerequisite to shipping medical marijuana to European markets. Damn. Anybody listening right now who's growing medical weed, you need that good manufacturing practice certification, the GMP certification, if you want to ship to. So, if you're planning, because it's gonna happen. Right? Like we we can we are we're bitching, and moaning right now, and complaining, but it's gonna happen. You know, like I, I have faith that that you know, and it's just a matter of time. Like, how long is it going to take? Like, are all these old heads going to have to really retire? people from our generation are going to take those jobs and then fucking make it. So like, it sucks if that's the way it's going to be, but that it's going to, it's going to be, so if you have the foresight, it's going to be, you're going to be able to export in the future. So get that certificate for your company or for on under your name. If you're the guy that's going to do all that shit, look up how much that costs and try and get that, you know? So I think that's a, uh, That's dope. Good info, Mitchell. Good info. MJBizDaily.com. Shout out to those guys. I need to look at their website more often. Mitchell's got them, man. Still smoking on that sweet cheese from Root Down. Shout out to Root Down for growing without (laughs) pesticides. I miss having options available to me. like. Yay! Oh damn. Also from mjbizdaily.com, January second, twenty twenty, Washington State removes online map of cannabis businesses in response to recent burglary. Damn. That's that's rough. But still, how are you gonna find the place? You know what I mean. Say you're from fucking wherever, Midwest, fucking still illegal. And you're going to Hoop Fest to play with your homies from college. And they're like, yeah, meet me at the fucking dispensary. And they even say which one. And you're like, okay, cool. And you search for it in your phone. Fuck. Well, you you know, like maybe it'll say it's on these cross streets. And then you can Google the cross streets or something. But a burglar could still take those same exact steps. But, yeah, that's that's a bummer. Like, getting robbed sucks as a business. There was one case, too. It was like a year or two ago. Do you guys remember this? Where it was at that Lucid place, I think. But one of their, like, this guy came in, and he didn't have an ID, so the front desk guy's like, you can't come in if you don't have an ID. You know, and I can relate. I've had people trip out on me before that guy flipped out, but he left. And then he waited for the dude to go on break. And the front desk guy who denied him when he was on break, the guy fucking took him at gunpoint. You know what I mean? Killed him, fucking took his car. It was like a sad deal, man. I was like, damn, it was a bummer. In the community, too, because it's like, yo, we're just fucking working-class humans following the rules for our job here, dude. I mean, you you should not take these things personal. Like you have to have an ID that's you presented and you have to present it at the door to go into a dispensary. That's just the way, you know, like a guy, like how you pay your bills is more important than someone getting pissed off and that that guy shouldn't have got pissed off and killed him. That's fucking. So I feel like that, uh, that, that sucks to have shit like that happen. But also, that just seems weird to me, too, to to take them, because people are going to know where they're at anyway, you know? It's like if you're casing a spot. I don't think anybody is spur of the moment like, yo, we should go rob that dispensary, look it up on your phone, you know? I mean, maybe they are. Junkies are dumb sometimes, I guess, but. It seems like most of the time uh, they try to hit it up at a certain time of day. They know where it's at and then they have a car parked out, you know, so. I don't know. No more weed maps. I wonder if they still have Leafly. Because the the thing that I notice is that the shops had their own menus on their website. Like they weren't even using Leafly or or weed maps that much anyway. December 9th EPA approves 10 pesticides for him. hand. Damn. Yeah, that's all of us, so, is that That shit's kind of common. You can smell that on the flower sometimes when they use it. Like, it's, it smells, it stinks. It's like, oh, we didn't use that in flour. It's like, well, I could still smell it on there. Like, the weed don't smell like that. It's the shit you sprayed on. And that's cool. Bacillus amylo liquefaciens. It looks like a few of these two are uh, bacterium. Like, that's tight. I feel like those ones are pretty safe. If it's a bacteria that's going to hurt the bug, it it should be able to to wash away or, you know, like uh, be killed by getting burned. Won't turn into something evil that's going to cause cancer when I inhale. That's, that's cool. Shout out to the EPA. I have to look at that list a little bit more in depth. Cause there's a lot of uh, registration numbers. And names of shit that I don't know. So. like a couple fungicides too. That's cool man right on um there's yeah mold is real if you're growing outside in the northwest like it's real and then somebody one of the homies too told me that the the guys who grow grapes use powdery mildew somehow like in in their farming technique and I'm like what the fuck why would you put that on plants and I, I don't know man I don't know why, but if it's something that the guy next to you fucking uses for benefit, it doesn't, it's going to fucking drift onto your farm too. Whoever discovered that connection or correlation, like, must have been sad. Like, fuck, man. Because how are you going to go and tell, hey, man, could you stop using that? You, could, you know, like, fuck, no, tell me shit, this is my farm, god damn it. Fucking grow your weed somewhere else. <laughs> Probably how the grape guy would feel, and So he'd be claiming. <laughs> Damn your nugs. Growing grapes, fool. Growing grapes for wine for the royal king, fool. Damn your cannabis. Shit. All right. Oh, I did get an email, too, you guys, from a dude. I want to try and go to one of these meetings before I dip back to the cane. But you uh, were just talking about the, the regulation in Arizona and how it's like there's going to be two different... It's like the opposition that doesn't want it to go red. They're trying to put another uh another option on the ballot besides the direct one that's in place, and so they're it's like they're trying to split the vote so that people but I think they'll pick both you know I think people will vote for both or if if it does like divide it and you people will choose one or the other, they'll choose the one that lets them grow at home i you know like that's that's my hope m j bizcon. Yeah, everybody on the call is talking about that shit too, man. Says the next one is June third and fourth in New Orleans. Damn, we might have to go to that. Check that out. Hopefully, we have some seeds by then. That fucking F one first project. Yeah, man. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks, fools. <laughs> no, that's man. We we gotta. I got to get my coordination game together and really get Pollination as our sponsor for a month. I don't want to ask them to sponsor us until we have four guests lined up. Really been a tough task to try and get that to happen. So, uh, But once we do, those guys are, are the shit. Give them a, a free shout out right now just because they're cool cats. That guy's always posting some positive shit online too, man. Real uplifting. I like when that shit slides down my news feed. <coughs> but they uh their seeds are really affordable which i I think is dope you know um two hundred dollars for ten seeds is really expensive you know sixty or eighty for ten seeds is really affordable and so you can you can hit those guys at p n e g dot biz that's their website you can order from them pretty much whatever you want to check out um, it looks like uh, pretty good. I, I've ran their Pinkies advice train outside in Oregon. It was the trip. It was bomb. My favorite one. And then I I scored another pack of them from them. I'm happy, but they have a lot of shit. Whatever kind of flavor you like, lots of gas, lots of uh, citrus, um, everything frosty, looking real nice. So, holler at them. Check out their website. Damn. Okay. So. From Jess and Production, said, Illinois starts out with $3 million sales for the first day of Red. Fuck, that's crazy. So between, what was it, 30 stores? So everybody had a $100,000 day, basically. Fuck, that's crazy. Fuck, that's crazy. Because to me, dude, like five was a good day. You know, like two, two is good. Three, you know, thirty-five is like holy shit. If we broke five, it was like goddamn, we killed. So to do a hundred in a day, that's fucking crazy. And five mil on day two, fuck. So then that'd be like a hundred and fifty, almost one thirty. Counting that up, putting that in the safe, that'd be shout out to Illinois, man. And Illinois was a state too, where where their uh, their state leg- legislature did it right. They didn't do the petition, fucking put it on the ballot scenario. The the people in office are just like, now nah, let's. Do it. Pretty sure that's how it happened there. Five million day. Two. State's Department of Financial and Professional Regulation reported more than seventy-seven thousand legal recreational cannabis transactions on January first, and sales were close to three point two million. Thirty-seven retail. Fuck, that's crazy. What's what's three point two divided by seventy-seven thousand? It's like what was the average transaction? You have a you have a calculator there, Mitchell. I thought you were like a math magician or something. <laughs> Five seconds later, Mitch is like, Bam, that's the answer. 41. So the average, that's like an eighth average probably. Average person spent 40 bucks on an eighth. That's cool. An eighth or a gram, gram extracts or something. I wonder how difficult it was to get a license out there, too. I wonder how many people of color got one. And that's uh on the, uh, the route down on their website. It looked like some Islander fools. So I was like, man, that'd be cool. Interview them, get them on the show. 86. Eighty-six thousand four hundred eighty-six per shot. Thanks, Mitchell. Mitchell is our in-house statistician on Concerned Dad's podcast. He's the. That's dope. And and that uh, their their first day of sales, was just January first, is when they start. That's cool. I bet you the people who went to work that day too were just super excited, like, you know, that would have been hella cool. Like, yeah, man. It used to man, I used to be so happy to go to, work. and after a while, it just like eh, retail's just retail, and do something more fun. But it's it's still fun from time to time. shit we're almost to 30 minutes bros god damn i'm getting better at this solo been watching a lot of stand-up guys (laughs) 45 minutes is a long time to be up there by yourself oh yeah i i think i read this one uh yeah, it said uh, a lab was fucking up somehow. Uh, said so the, the Nevada. This is from MJBizDaily.com. Too, the Nevada Department of Taxation shut down a Las Vegas cannabis testing lab can after a tested flower was found to have three times the allowable limit of yeast and in- so fuck. Uh, that sucks for them. I guess I don't know those guys. And I don't want to defend them, but uh, they're, they're conceivably, in my head, you could have a pound, right? So say it's you weigh it at 500 grams just because you have to give a sample and it's going to change hands a few times, get broken. So you, you give them a sample of one to seven grams, whatever. They test it. That first, you know, it could be still kind of fresh and kind of moist. And you pass right, like there there could be some mold spores in there, and there's a threshold, right? It's like usually less than fifteen thousand colony forming units, like that's what they call it, CFUs. So say that you pass, like your sample pass, it's like cool, and then you the the pack sits on your in your your safe or wherever for a month, and then after a month you sell it to a shop. And he's hella loaded, but he just grabbed it from me because he likes that strength. And so it sits in his safe for another month. So two months later, just sitting there in in that darkness with with moisture, the mold that's on there could have accumulated and grew. You know what I mean? So uh, maybe when it did come out of the other guy's safe two months later, he was like fuck these guys fuck that shit you know and he probably bitched at the guy who grew it right and the guy who grew it's like man pass my labs so it's like okay fuck the lab so if i was the lab that's how i would defend myself like this is how it can happen and if it didn't happen that way and they're just biffing up their fucking results for people that's whack because it's uh there was always finger pointing with that shit in in Oregon, like oh man, pay those guys extra a couple more percentage points and when I would hear that i I don't know, I never saw that, because when I would send I would send like uh like five or six samples, no favorites, no nothing it's just coming from us, the store there's a variation of results between fourteen and twenty eight you know what I mean. It didn't seem like they were playing favorites. But whatever. Who am I to say, man? Not the not the lab testing guy. We've had him on the show. Shout out to Paul Swift. Follow that guy on IG, Swift Solutions. He's got some cool shit he does on his lots of uh cool experiment sciencey shit, man. Um uh... Still haven't heard back from Lamar, but I think that's thirty minutes, you guys. I I feel all right with that right there. Um, is there any did anybody ask any questions on YouTube or anything? No, quiet night. Yeah, folks are still probably traveling back home and shit too from holiday shit. Uh, I guess guess that's it, man. Uh, Lamar Jackson next week. I'll start sharing the flyer once I get to get the word from. Him. Um, go ahead and do my outro dance. This was the thirty eighth episode of Concerned Dabs podcast. I was your host, KDM Mia was my co host, Will Terps. Uh, next week got Lamar Jackson for episode thirty nine. I got to give a shout out to my guys in production, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry. This has been a Main Node and Joseph Street Enterprise production.